You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. It's so frustrating <laughs> because I mean I'm, I'm kind of like a, I'm kind of like a hidden superhero. Like I finally found something that I'm really good at. It's like the crappiest of superpowers. Yeah, but I can't. Have. But I can't tell anybody. I finally cracked a social media code. And I'm actually pretty good at it, but it's secret, so I can't tell anyone. <laughs> this is so frustrating. Oh, am, the plight of Greg, you guys. The struggle I, is real. <laughs> I am a social media superhero, Sarah. Greg is merely my disguise. The superhero lies on my... Wow, that's way too much for me. Yeah, that's a, that's a little too overwhelming. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we greatly, greatly appreciate it. We are live here five days a week out of Portland, Oregon on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available all over the internets, wherever podcasts can The cyberwebs. The cyberwebs, Wherever they may be. Wherever they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've got a bunch of stuff that we're going to get to today. Of course, it is Monday here in Portland, Oregon, August 18th, and uh, we'll be joined by somebody from Next Adventure here in a little bit. Yes, so we don't have our usual super secret guest. No, he is in California. Aaron Duran's in California. He is en route home, I believe, in a Volkswagen bus. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I think so. Didn't expect that part. (laughs) So Aaron Duran is driving in a Volkswagen bus somewhere. Perhaps you'll see him along the way just honk at at the uh, Mexican man driving a bus. So... All right, uh, but we will have a, a representative from Next Adventure who's going to join us, and um, I'm kind of excited for that. Tell us a little bit more questions. about kayaking because, like, uh, you know, I, it's something that I've wanted to try, but mm-hmm. I think they're going to do it like in layman's terms so that we can kind of understand exactly yeah. what it is and how it is that you do it. Right. I want to know make how it a little to, less scary. I want to know how to do it, but I also want to know how to um, sound like a badass when I talk about it, and then you know, and then I'll gradually get good at it. Because I'm not really right now, but then at least I can sound cool. That's the main thing for me: sounding cool, Sarah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's of course. Yes, it doesn't uh, matter if you are; it just matters if you sound like it. I- exactly. All right. Uh, but what I was talking about here at the beginning of the show. Now I've brought this up before, and this is weird. I usually this is a superpower that you have. I, I will well, confess that this is true. I, I'm kind of jealous of how good you are at this, even though there's nothing to be jealous of because nobody knows that you're good at it. No, and it's really completely pointless. And you know, I've, I've I'm not a huge. I like Twitter. You know, I like Facebook. Uh, there's a lot of social media apps that just kind of come and go, and that I ignore them and I don't really get involved. This one, I for whatever reason, I decided to start using, and it's called Secret. And just to refresh, so you know what it is, it's you. It's just an app online. They're not a sponsor or anything, so it's not like that. But they, you download it, and then somehow they attach to your contacts, but it's all anonymously. So they follow it through like either your Facebook account or your phone contacts, and it will never ever. They'll never know who it is. But uh, but you have to you can post on there, and then their friends will see it, the people in your contact list, but they won't know who posted Maybe it. Maybe you have, a- and then they can share it if they like it. Then it goes to their friends, and it can go like kind of viral. Well, how many friends on there do you have? Uh, I don't know. I haven't looked at that really because before. it says. I mean, do you have like a hundred friends on there? Which that would make mm, more sense. I have fifty six friends that are on there. Okay. Yeah. I have I have about fifty five. So that's I guess. That still doesn't work for me. Right. See, because I've figured out, I've cracked the code. I also, had a great one. I thought it was going to totally be successful. And you know what? It only got like eight likes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's too bad for you. I don't understand how you're doing this. You're well, wizardry about this. I don't know either, but I figured it out. And the thing is, it's absolutely pointless because it does nothing for me. Because as you said before, I can't reveal myself on there. I mm-hmm. did propose that. Said, so, oh, by the way. Your worst idea ever. Your worst, worst <laughs> idea ever. We aren't even talking about that because you never did that because that is the dumbest idea ever. The thing is, some of the things that get 
get shared are the really dumb ones. So I like to try to troll on here a little bit. I'll, I'll admit it because it is secret and just to see what I can get people to comment on. But the ones that the ones that for some reason have like hundreds of likes are I posted loneliness and cheeseburgers are a dangerous mix, which is obviously from comic book guy in Simpsons. Yeah. And that one has been commented on. So do you have to be like generic? Is that what makes it popular? Well, that one worked. The other one I put was this. Uh, when Safeway employees try to ignore me at the deli counter, I enjoy giving them an awkward, unwavering stare until they have to acknowledge my presence. That one actually is true. I do. I do that. There's there's one on the way here to the studio, and I'll stop by there in the mornings. And I will. They they. And this isn't a rip on Safeway. Maybe it's at all deli counters. But this one in particular, I stand there at the deli counter to order a sandwich, mm-hmm. and they see me. It's always this one woman, it's too. It's you versus the uh, Safeway deli people. And I know it's not just one particular Safeway. This happens to Greg at every Safeway. Yeah. They just they don't like the cut of his jib Yeah, at, at Safeway delis. They do not like your face. Exactly. And so they will sit there, and I know they can see me. I know they know I'm there, but they're going to ignore me and hope that I go away. So I will stand there, just, just stone-faced, no expression, and just stare at them. And stare them into the ground, like, like not even blinking, until eventually it's so awkward, they have to look over and be like, hi, uh, hi, can I help you? Like, they, and the, even they know it, too. Like, I've out-awkwarded the, situ- the situation. Mm. That, that's what I, out-awkwarded. Yeah, there we yeah, go. Yeah, I think that's, I mean, mm. it might not be a word, but it makes sense. Yeah. No, and I, I completely make it uncomfortable for them. And I do kind of enjoy that. So I posted that. And, and the thing is, this one, this one now, it's got, like, over 300 uh, likes and comments over on it. Over 300? There's comments from, like, a lot of people from Brazil. And then there's, uh, I see, I don't know if this one has it, but somehow it made its way to Israel. Like there was one where I had comments in Hebrew, like on one of my well, posts. Well, then you can trace it back. Do you have any friends via the, the Facebooks that are like from Brazil or India or anywhere? I have one from Israel, but I don't know if he's on here. There you go. I don't know if I have anybody in Brazil. Well, because of course you don't is, know if he's on there because, whoop, secret. Right. See, there we go. Yeah. The thing is, as long as somebody likes it, then it spreads to their friends and so on and so on. So maybe you have somebody who likes a lot of your posts that has a lot of Israeli friends. Possibly. Now, is that the only, is that like the most common theme that you're seeing? A lot of no. people from Israel who are liking no. your stuff. Let me tell you what the most common theme I've noticed here. And this is why I'm, I'm feeling a little bit awkward about some of the stuff that I've posted. I will say some of the really fake ones that I've, that I've done. But here's what I've noticed and what I've gathered about this secret app. It seems to be largely populated based on the comments by gay men. Gay men seem to be the most... Gay men don't comment on my secrets. They comment all over mine. And it's usually about penises. So you're the gay gay man secret whisperer? Apparently I am. How do you know that... All right, let me ask you this. How how are you able to tell that these are are beautiful gay men? uh, Well, generally when they say dudes and penises, and I'm a dude, and then they go back and forth on them. And how much Uh, they like penises? Yeah, and how much they like penises. Mm -hmm. I mean, basically, that's that's how it is. I'll, I'll see if I can find some that have that. But here's the other thing, though. Here's another thing that I'm wondering about. So when I posted that Safeway one, it, there was one that said, uh, Yaz, girl, hunty, get your service, Yaz. And what? then the one, next one was... So Isn't Yaz like a birth control? I, I don't... I have no Is idea. Is it Y-A-Z? Y-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-S. Oh, so that must mean like, yeah. I think so. But then ending it with a Z? Right. And then there's another one that said, Grody, Safeway, girl, get to Whole Foods. I'm not a girl. But I didn't want to post on there, hey, I'm a man. <laughs> because then everyone would know that it was you. Right. And then uh, and there's another one, uh, Yaz, Hunty, Yaz. What does Hunty mean? Hunty? Yes. Wait, are you sure, is this a word that they're saying or is it something that they're calling you? 
No, I think they're calling me that. Wait, say it, give it in the give it in the context again. Yaz girl, G U R L, hunty, get your service. Yes. All right. So it sounds like someone is encouraging you to do whatever me- means necessary. You know, use whatever means necessary to get the service that you require. Right. And then there's another one that says "Yes, Hunty." Yes. So like, hunty. and it's a different one. It's from somebody one. else. Yeah, from somebody else. Hunty is some kind of a term, and I don't hunty. know what that term is. What is it? Is it like? Uh, I I mean I don't know. Actually, is it like, like honey and to... oh gosh? Is it like? Let me see if I can guess it. All right. Is it a mix of honey and cunt? Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm just. I, I'm asking. I honestly do not Hunty. know. Let me take a or look. Maybe here. that would be cunny. I haven't actually tried to. Uh, <laughs> that's not where I would have gone with that. Holy shit! You're right. Yeah. According to Urban Dictionary, hunty is honey. an amalgamate of honey and cunty, a demeaning term without being overly aggressive. Wait a minute. So they calling me names? Wait. <gasps> they were so, demeaning you. They either think I'm a woman. They were calling you. Or they oh, think I'm a gay like man. Chicken. And they're calling me. Hey, wait a minute. Should I be offended by this? Huh. I don't know. I don't know either. I mean, you still got 300 likes, though, so that's something. Well, yeah, something. so it's still working. <sighs> no, because, it, and, and uh, Keelan is saying it's probably just a typo. It's on multiple posts where they, uh, from different people. So everyone hunty. thinks that you're kind of a whiny bitch. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. That's... Oh, so you don't have so much, many fans as you do. People are just like, check this guy out. Or girl. Who they think you are. All right. Well, that's that kind of takes away from my superhero-dom. My my secret superhero status, huh? Yeah, I had this one where I really thought like this is why I don't understand the algorithm that's secret. Well, you realize too. Again, it's completely pointless. It does nothing for anybody. It does nothing for anybody. But like, there's some like disturbing stuff that people write on there too. Oh yeah. Well, well, yeah. I've I've kind of done some of that stuff <laughs> because that's where I'm trying to get people to uh, to respond. Where I where <laughs> I wrote one. I don't even know if I should say this because yes, I'll should. make up some just a bit like from completely different perspectives to try to to try to uh, just see what I can <laughs> solicit. And here's here's one that I posted. I probably shouldn't admit this. I sometimes tell my husband I'm working late. Instead, I go to a club where I feed obese men pizza while in the nude. This was one of them that I, that I posted. The thing is, I got people that were actually pretty interested. Uh, oh, people were asking, like, where Where, where does it was? such a club exist? I live here. Why do I not know about this club? I'm not obese, but I do like pizza. And then there's it goes on and on. So people are apparently... Pizza's delicious. Well, would that work? Should I open up a club where women feed obese men pizza in the nude? I don't know who would be nude, which which side of it. Maybe Wait, all of them. is it naked? So I'm confused. Are you a man naked serving pizza to <laughs> naked obese women, or... Is it? Oh, is it? No, I wrote it. Naked in, women serving no, pizza to obese no, men. No, no, no. I wrote it in the voice of a woman who said she tells her husband she's late at work, but instead she goes to a club and feeds naked obese men pizza, and that's what that's what she does. So that's that's what I was. Keelan just on the check. God damn it! I just realized about sixty percent of my secret feed is now Greg Nibbler <laughs> just being a dick. <laughs> so you know, and just like uh, yeah, I I got straight away from. Posting about boners because that didn't, and it was in context, of course. You know when I would do that. And our friend who goes by Mister Jenky in the chat, this is going to say, says, "You're a weird dude, Greg Nibbler." <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, I find such joy just out of seeing what I can get. I'm really to thinking. On. I'm hoping that this uh, new nickname will stick, uh, Greg Hunty Nibbler. No, I don't like that name. <laughs> I don't like it at all. 
Oh, well, speaking of pizza, real quick, we do want to uh, thank our um, good friend Chris Tarkowski. Yes. Who came by and brought us not one, not two, but three homemade pizzas, one of which includes macaroni and cheese. It is the macaroni and cheese pizza, homemade mac and cheese and cookies, and just thank you so much. Yes, thank you. Operation Hot Summer taking the day off. Yep, that's and that's Mm -hmm. just fine. It's too good not to. It is too good. Well, anyway, that is my superhero, my superhero power. That is pointless and useless, and nothing I can. There's nothing I can really accomplish. Yeah, with this there's other nothing. than my own personal joys of tricking people into thinking there's a club where people feed obese men pizza while nude. <laughs> that I do. I do enjoy the idea that perhaps some people would think that's real. I think that's kind of mean if like they're really looking forward to trying to find such a club. Well, maybe there's an untapped market there. Perhaps I should open up a cl- open up a club for that. I don't know if I want to be the proprietor of that. I probably would keep that a secret if I were. Maybe it can that. be an addition to Ron Jeremy's club, Sesso. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it would be called, but uh, we, we'd have to come up with something. Yeah, we we can probably sexy obiso. eatery club Obi- obiso club obiso. I don't know club pizza fido. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the pizza feed. I don't. Know. <laughs> anyway, I thought the idea of it was funny. <laughs> So that's it. I don't think I want to reveal anymore. But there we go. Okay. I'm very popular on Secret. Wow, that's so. That's that's. I'm so jealous. Yeah. Oh boy. You really should be. You really, really should. It's, be. it's the only reason that you're talking about this, just so other people know that you're popular at something. <laughs> <laughs> this is look, exactly why. Look, I'm good why. at something, you guys. <laughs> you guys, you guys, look. No, I thought about that because it's like I'll post stuff on Twitter that I think is really funny, and then like if it doesn't get retweeted, I'm like, huh, why didn't that happen? But yet on Secret, I'm I'm a superstar. Oh yeah, instead of like instead of like you know Hooters or something, you could just call it Feeders. <laughs> That's too obvious of a name, though. We'd have to come up with something more because se- it's a secret club. Snacks. It's a s- <laughs> snackies. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Perhaps perhaps listeners can come up with names for that. Okay. Well, we'll see what we can come up with. Um, well, should we do? Should we do a little bit of World of Crazy? Yes, let's do All some right. World of Crazy. I've got some, some ball talk to get into before uh, before we run out of this. Something club. What about the club sandwich? <laughs> oh, wait, you want them to feed pizza, though, right? No, it's just pizza. It's, it's specifically it's women pizza. who feed naked obese men pizza. Wait, I thought you said the women were naked. Why do the men, why would they be, na- well, I why don't would know. the obese men be naked? That's open up, I guess anybody can be naked. They could all be naked. They can all be naked. The only so everyone has to be naked. The only constants. Are what if the, you burn yourself? Like pepperonis can get really hot. Well, the men have to be very large because that's part of it. That's part of the thing. But what if they just it's want women pe- who women who are into very what large? What if they men. just want pizza? Well, then they can go to a pizza shop. Nah, that's that. Don't don't show up at my club with that. It's not how that works. Wait, so you're already discriminating against people. Is there going to be like a weight limit? Like you have to weigh this much in order to be able to be fed? Oh, I haven't gone through the rules. Yeah, that's a lot of rules. Huh. I mean... Are you going to have to have a weigh-in at the door? Be like, nope, you weigh five pounds too less. No no naked girls feeding you pizza for you. Definitely no skinny dudes because it's women who are into large men. Okay, now you're pushing it. So you're saying that the, the women have to be in... Like it's a job. Why do they have to be into them? Can't they just be naked pizza serving ladies? They don't oh, have to like be into them. them. It's not you like mean a brothel. I'm them? I thought it was just like a meetup place where everybody paid. The women want to be there just as much as the men. I'm looking for women who want to do this. Like they've got to have a desire for it. It's not just a job. Let me t- ask you. So when you posted this on Secret, did you get a lot of women clamoring for a job to be <laughs> naked women pizza feeders? Well, obviously you can't tell if they're men or women unless they give it away. So I don't know. Maybe just not enough people saw it. 
I think I might be on to something. <laughs> Greg Nibbler's secret pizza trough. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First stop out of Texas. Texas has had a lot of nutty stories lately. This is out of Cedar Park, Texas. A Texas woman who so desperately missed her boyfriend because he was in jail decided to steal a bottle of Mad Dog 2020 from a shell station just so he, she could go into the clink with him. Wow. <laughs> she missed him so desperately. This is the love story of our time. You're going to steal something and it's going to be Mad Dog? Mad Dog 2020. And that landed her in jail? Yep. So she, uh, her name's Alicia Wallach of Cedar Park, Texas. She was charged with misdemeanor theft after she uh, stole a bottle of Mad Dog 2020, doesn't specify what flavor it was, uh, from a shell station and proceeded to open it and drink the whole thing right in front of the clerk in the establishment. <laughs> uh, the 22-year-old told responding officers that she wanted to get busted and taken to the Williamson County Jail. Uh, she said that uh, her boyfriend was arrested earlier that evening by Cedar Park officers and it was her fault, so she wanted to make things right and go to jail. She drank and the entire bottle. Yeah. Yeah, there was these... When I was a freshman in college, there was this these guys who started this Mad Dog uh, group where you would beer bong a Ugh. bottle of Mad Dog 2020. And for some reason, I did it and then instantly vomited. And I was like, this this club is stupid and I don't want to be a part of it anymore. But I did it. I did it. It was gross. Great. Ew. Oh, yeah. It was dumb. That's gross. Very dumb. All right. Well, she was taken into custody. No word on if she was able to reunite with her boyfriend in the prison walls. Oh. To you Malvern know how jail works like they don't really put everybody <laughs> together. To Wor- Worcestershire, 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 Worcestershire. Mm-hmm. A confused man was found in the town of Malvern, Worcestershire, after he was discovered inside of a cupboard wrapped in a tablecloth, smeared in his own feces. <laughs> Police say the man, thought to be in his 20s, was found at an Italian restaurant on Church Street in Worcestershire. Um, this happened uh, last week. It's, it's thought uh, that he had spent the previous night... Am I saying that right? I, I think so. I'm listening to you. He had spent the previous night inside of the cupboard. According to the officers, when they found the man in the cupboard, uh, he was in a confused state and had verbally abused staff after they discovered him wrapped in a a tablecloth covered in his own feces. (laughs) Well, he was arrested on suspicion of using threatening verbal behavior and criminal damage, the damage being his feces. Uh, The reasons for the incident are still unknown. (laughs) So officers... Made the man go and apologize to everybody who worked at the place. Uh, they forced him to apologize to staff and clean up his mess. You know, the su- what would be surprising about that story is if he wasn't covered in his own feces. That would surprise me. Yeah. That would be the shocking That would be that. the shocking twist. If you expect a guy like that That's to be. That's true. He yeah. should. He, he's just, uh, he's covered in his feces. Right. Yeah. So, just uh, assume. What's funny is that they're, they're, uh, this place, Church Street, there are only two Italian eateries on this, and this was a police report. Like, it hasn't come through. Both Italian, or both, excuse me, uh, two Indian eateries. Both Indian restaurants deny any knowledge of the incident. Because <laughs> you know neither of them want to be like the guy who shit himself in the cupboard restaurant. No. Nobody wants to be associated with that guy. It was the other guy. I'll just go to this one. This is pretty much one of the most horrible stories I've read in a while. So brace yourselves. No. I can't make this stuff up. A man has been arrested after... I'm not changing the wording. 
jars and jars of human penises were discovered in his apartment. A 52-year-old man, nicknamed the Penis Collector, has been arrested by police in a small city in Croatia on suspicion of possessing a collection of human body organs. So this man was apprehended earlier this week. When the authorities entered his apartment, they found jars and jars of human penises soaking in formaldehyde. Now, according to sources, the man whose name has not been released works as a registered nurse at a city hospital in eastern Croatia. And what was his nickname? The Penis Collector. The Penis Collector, okay. He has no criminal record and has been described by many as a, quote, family man. Though others say he is an alcoholic who often showed up to work drunk. A hospital spokesperson, in talking about employing the penis collector, said, On behalf of all employees of the hospital, I have to say we're all very unpleasantly surprised by the event that threw a shadow over this hospital. Our apologies to the families of the deceased. (laughs) Now, it isn't clear how exactly police learned about his penis collection and how the penis collector got them. Also, it's unclear how the man got his hands on so many human penises, even though it is believed that he may have... Cut them off of the dead bodies of hospital patients. Oh. The man who has since been released from custody. They let the pe- man named the penis collector, they release him from custody. Anyway, they've released him from custody. He now awaits criminal charges for disturbing uh, the deceased, which only faces a maximum sentence of two years in jail. That's Croatia. Things are different You can there. collect a whole lot of dicks in only two years of jail time. Are you saying that as surprised or? I'm surprised. Yeah. I would think like Are you offended s- or encouraged? I am offended okay. I mean like seriously Fucking with the deceased That's awful Yeah Like oh yeah There's yeah A whole bunch of dead people What look- are you gonna do with that? Do you think he just sits there Every night and like looks at him? It's like Marlon Brando And his jars of shit I don't know What yeah. do they do? Maybe they just like to have the collection I don't know So there you go Don't ever Ever bump into a man Called the penis collector Because he is now out and released in custody. So if you go to Croatia, I'm just saying, nah, watch out for the penis collector. And there you go, my friends. There you have it. That's your world of crazy. I've been to Croatia. I feel lucky now to have gotten out. That's true. <sighs> mm-hmm. All right. Well, it looks like our uh, guests are here. Oh, awesome. And uh, so maybe we should go ahead and take a take a quick break. Yeah. And then we could do uh, talk of the balls afterwards. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. All right. So we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back here in a minute with... Not only it looks like we're going to have a second guest as well, because Wait. we're going to have a rep from Next Adventure and possibly one Miss Sarah Wagner. Oh, yes. the beautiful Sarah Wagner. Yes, gentlemen. Be prepared. Oh. All right. Uh, oh, especially take- John and Boring. Yep. We'll take a break. <laughs> we'll be back here in just a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. Thank you. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Fun Employment Radio, and that's a uh, the full dot com scenario. Uh, and you're listening to well, not at the moment. Uh, I'm Reese Darby. Uh, should have said that at the beginning. But after me, uh, you'll be listening to Nibbler and Dylan. Always a good laugh there. Uh, so enjoy them, and I'll see you next time. I love him. I know. <laughs> I think he might be coming back actually before too long. Awesome, because yes, we indeed. Had him on twice now, haven't yes, we? Yes, yes. Yeah. He is a very dapper man. He is indeed. He's very, very well dressed. Very, very nice guy. Yes, mm-hmm. I think you have a crush on Reese. I do have a crush on yeah. Reese Darby. I think that's not even a secret. It's crush. not. It's, it's not at all. Pretty, pretty wide. He's out very charming. 
He was. I, he is. I, I'm he a little is. smitten yeah. when he comes in, I have to say. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome back to Fun Employment Radio. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in today. And we've got two guests in here with us right now. Now, of course, you guys all know the wonderful voice of Sarah Wagner. Are we going to hear sultry. it right now? Her dulcet it's tones. It's got to be sultry. <laughs> Hi, Sarah. That was so gross. That wasn't sexy at all. I thought it was kind of sexy. Hello. But hello. 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 Hi, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like Thelma from The Simpsons. Hello. Hello. Oh, Sarah Wagner. And also in here with us right now, and I'm going to make sure they say it right. I already wrote it out, so I know how to say it. All right, this is a, this is the big test for me. Test. Because if, if I screw this up, it's um the coolest last name I've heard in a long while. You're gonna fuck it up. No, ladies and gentlemen. Do I thought I got to say it? Okay. From next adventure, Michael Bauer socks. That's how I was gonna say yes. it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, thank you so much for coming in today. Well, thank you for having me on this afternoon. Indeed. I if know. You ever, if you ever get concerned about pronouncing it, think like power, and then add socks onto it. Awesome. And change it to a Bauer. Oh, and then like flip the P upside down. And then Boom. there you have Had a it. little bump. Boom. Ready to go. Seems simple. Boom. What uh, what it, what kind of name is Bauer Socks? It is originally German. German. Ah, mm-hmm. Southern so, Bavarians like Hick Germany. So is Nibbler. <laughs> Excellent. <Yep. laughs> so you guys so, are Hick German. You guys have the weirdest last names yep. I've ever heard. So. German Hicks. It's good to know that you guys come from the same place. <laughs> Nibbler Bauer Socks. And look at us today. Look at yeah. us. Look at you guys. Yep. In the same room. You guys like, maybe your families were friends. Right. Maybe. Could be. Yeah, Probably. the nibblers Probably and the bower socks. Yeah, it's, it's, it's possible. <laughs> it's possible. You guys can almost be twins when I'm looking at you right now. <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. Well, so Michael, you are in charge of the kayak school. I am indeed at Next know. Adventure, yeah. which of course NextAdventure.net. Everybody knows our wonderful sponsor, and. Um, yeah, so you guys have the whole kayak store is on what what street? We are on Seventh and Alder. Seventh and Alder, right down mm-hmm. the street. Yeah, yeah very mm-hmm. close. Yes, and uh, and you guys have a kayak school, which is awesome. Now, I've I have kayaked before. I will say I am not an expert, even though Don't I need to be. try to claim that I am sometimes. Wait, do you say that you're know. an expert? No, you I'm an expert. Thank you. Uh, no, you're an Here's expert at everything. Here's what I do. <laughs> you're an expert at putting your foot in your mouth. No, I, yeah, I'm, that, I'm also an expert at like sidetracking. So like when I was in Alaska visiting my buddies up there, like they do all of that stuff. Like they, backpacking. You have to. You're Alaskan. Exactly. Yeah, and I did some backpacking with them, and they they do like some pretty big kayaking, and. When they talk about it, like, I don't admit that I'm not, like, I've, I just, like, go, oh, yeah, yeah, no, that's totally. Are like, they talking, they, like, you're pretending wait, like you know what you're doing? Right, I'll wait doing. till they say something, and they're like, oh, yeah, you know, it's class three and all this stuff, and then there's a you know, hard turn, you know what it's like when you then have to you do, like, a roll. Then you just co-sign it? And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I just kind of, like, skate by, but if they ever ask me a direct question, I won't know what so I'm So, Greg, what you're saying is you might be the perfect person to take a class so that you would know exactly, exactly. what you're talking about. So I could actually know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about and contribute. And that's why, uh, yeah, I would love to take a class. Like, tell us about the school. Well, and I'm looking what? at these. You can take rolling classes where you can learn how to how to roll in a kayak. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone is so afraid of I mean, you jump into a kayak, and what people are most afraid of is... What happens when I'm upside down? Mm-hmm. And so we've created in like the pool environment at the awesome North Columbia pool, um, just a sweet little you know sequential classes to like help you not freak out. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things that you can, you know, you you fall over, you're panicking, but in reality, you got a you got a while to hang out down there. <laughs> and so like all of us, like we do a lot of games. We that's kind of primarily how we do a lot of our teaching is make it fun, make it active. Um, to then kind of add it up and kind of bring you through it. So, you know, one of our big philosophies with our kayak school is that we can take anyone at any point and help them get to where they want to go. 
And awesome. so that we are by no means like, you need to be this kind of a boater to do this kind of class and things like that. I mean, it, for the higher level stuff, definitely helps. Right. Mm-hmm. But I mean, our whole thing is that we want to be, we want to be the inclusive community you know, resource. See, so it's not awesome. snobby. That's no. what you're saying. Like I you hope can, not. Yeah, you can walk in from the street and be like, this is something that I want to learn, and it's not an intimidating environment to do it. Exactly. And, you know, I also hope, though, that those snobby people can still walk in and be like, oh, there's something else that I could learn. Yeah. So it's open to snobs and non-snobs. Exactly. My, I have been, <laughs> I've been taught by Michael on a paddleboard. He's good. He's really good. <gasps> the paddleboard's when you stand on it and do the thingy, stand right? Stand up, yeah. supping. It's a, the acronym is S-U-P, stand up paddleboard. Okay, supping? Yeah, sup. So sup. that's what you so want to say. So that's some cool lingo. Yeah, you if you want to be, yeah, be a sup bro, you got to call yeah. it sup. Yeah. <laughs> you can't just go in and be like, stand up paddleboard. You have to say sup. So. All right. So, like, somebody <laughs> in the chat right now just said they're a class four to five kayaker. What exactly does that mean? So what that means is that they go in pretty balls deep into our rivers. Okay. Um, <laughs> what it really means is that our rivers are kind of, you know, very various gradations, uh, different levels of intensity. And class four to five means that if you were to swim, which is to fall out of your boat, Class four means you'll probably live, but <laughs> you'll get really hurt. <laughs> Class five means there's a high probability that if you leave your kayak, you might die. Damn. Jesus. So and that's like waterfall type. And that's like dropping. Although there is class three waterfalls. And so basically a lot of how the class rating has to do is like how technical it is, how much water there is, and how big the consequences are. So someone who's a class four to five boater is someone who has the skills to be able to go run the more difficult and often more beautiful, intense, gnarly They're legit. Here. They're yeah. legit. Pretty yeah. legit. Yeah. All right. That's not where I would be starting. That's I'm okay. Are you sure, Greg? Yeah. Let's try it out. Let's just try that out. <laughs> yes, I'm looking at this Clackamas River Carnage and Confidence Run. Now, is this something that you, uh, you know, would like people to have definite training before they go on this? Is it pretty, is it a pretty gnarly run? I mean, it depends. I mean, there is a reason why it's called the carnage run. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the big things is, one of the nice things about kayaking is if anyone goes in an inflatable, you can survive just about anything. I mean, you look, <laughs> you look at the drunks going on Bart and a Carver and they do yeah. just fine right. and dandy. Um, but so for the carnage and confidence runs, we wanted to set up a community event that, you know, kept it going. Uh, the confidence run, as the name implies, is definitely... You know, a little, little more mellow. It is getting a little skinny water right now, so we have been, you know, helping people out through the confidence run, things like mm. that. And the carnage run is basically just solid class threes on the classic fish to bobs um, section of the Upper Clackamas River. Okay, so not too treacherous. I mean, slightly, slightly treacherous. Okay. You still want to have a helmet. It hel- like you definitely should have some training. I mean, would all four of us want to just go and? jump on it in plastic <laughs> no, <for the> kayaks. <laughs> right. Probably not. But will we all, you know, go in an inflatable kayak together? We do just fine. Okay. Well, and yeah. that's why you guys are here because then you can learn how to do that kind exactly. of stuff. Exactly. And like in the right progression. So if somebody came in, they're like, I've I've never been in a kayak in my entire life. You could take them from that to wherever yeah. they want to We would go. say welcome. <laughs> welcome <laughs> to the future. Um, but yeah, we could basically, and depending on, you know, one of the things that I often ask people is like, what do you want to do in the short term and what are your long-term goals? And so kind of with that, we can kind of really dial in like what kind of teaching they're going to want, what kind of classes, trips, what are their goals are and like yeah. help them reach that. Mm-hmm. I want to go through the jungles of Ecuador. That's my goal. Like and I'd that. be like, <laughs> all right, let's start you off with some rolling classes and get you into a little bit of easier white waters so that you could build up your skills so then you could go boat the jungles of Ecuador. 
That Ooh. would be cool. I would want to do that, except for the fact that there's too many bugs in South America. I wouldn't survive that. You wouldn't. I, I have, He's a bug I magnet. I would not survive Called that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> they eat me alive. They eat you alive, too? Oh, what yeah. Is that? No, I'd have to have a whole biohazard I like suit, sitting I next to Greg like anytime we're outside somewhere, because I don't get bit. At, like If I'm next to him or anybody's <gasps> next to him, all of the bugs go to him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not, I, I will get not one bite. I, yep. like I feel your pain, right Greg. Yeah. It, it, it is. Yeah. <laughs> another crappy superpower. In a way. Yeah, yeah. another really <laughs> lame superpower. <laughs> the human bug man. I'm looking at this. So you have, uh, let's see, the Carnage and Confidence run every week. And then also there's, I'm looking at this right now, the Savi Island kayak, kayak trip. Yeah. So That's we ha- cool. We do, and so depending on whether or not, so we also do have a second location out at Scapoos. Yes. Kind of right between Scapoos and St. Helens. And so there's kind of two different aspects for the Savi Island. Um we go into Cunningham Slough, leaving from our um, Scapoose location. So it's just a hop, skip, and a jump across the Multnomah Channel. Mm-hmm. But then we'll also drive over um, from our main store and go on kind of the Gilbert River section and get down into um, the you know Sturgeon Lake and that part of Savi Island. Um, oh, awesome how Awesome wildlife opportunities. Awesome wildlife. So a lot of places that you don't necessarily get to see unless you're you exactly. know, in a kayak. Exactly. And, I mean, it, right in the heart there, you'll see ospreys, you'll see songbirds, various waterfowl, river otters, beaver. If you go there at night, cool. you can see some nutria, which are basically just... Oh, those gnarly little things. Rat those are creature yeah. things. Scary. They look With their like, big orange teeth. They look like the animal in um, Brides. <gasps> yes, uh, the uh, rodents of, uh, 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 the of unusual size, I yeah. think. Yeah. The forest of... Yeah, something. Mm-hmm. Princess Bride. Boom. Yeah. That movie. Boom. There it is. Figured it out. Working yeah, it out at, right there. Well, the, so the Savi Island kayak, kayak trip, that I'm looking at that, that's on August 31st yeah. at 9 a.m. And you know what? I'm looking. It doesn't require any experience. Nope. So no we, experience required. Go, one of the nice things about going to those more protected little pretty spots is that we can put you in a really basic, super stable kayak give you tips, tricks, take you on a grand journey. We provide lunch on that particular trip. It kind of depends on either meat, cheese, bread, or Grand Central, but something hearty, yummy, keep you energized throughout it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's one of those things of, you know, so some people want to just do a straight class. Some people kind of want it to be a little bit more of an experiential education, and so that's one of the things why we have those introductory trips is that it can suffice as a class then you get to go somewhere cool too. Well, oh, and what's awesome, awesome, you can be with other people too. Like say, like I don't know anybody that wants to go kayaking, but I can go there by myself, meet some other people who are in the same interest as me, mm-hmm. learn about it, get to go on a cool trip and meet new people. And that's one of the I awesome. I mean, that's that's cool. Yeah, that's one of the great things about the water sports community is that it, it really is, you know, as popular as it is here in the Northwest, it's a, it's a niche. And so definitely, I mean, instantly, you know, you'll be driving down the road, you have a kayak or a paddleboard on your car, Everybody waves at each other. It's definitely yeah. like a, oh, that's cool. a family kind of thing. Have we made any love connections on our trips that you're aware of? <laughs> oh, this is this is Sarah prompting me, actually. The uh, reason why I'm in Portland is I was a guide and instructor up in the San Juans, and I happened to be paired with a single Portland gal and ah. spent oh. a weekend on a fancy foodie paddling trip being uh, partners in a double and kind of uh, and now are you partners in life partners in life (laughs) (laughs) she actually even helped give me the job at next adventure because i was guiding and had a cell reception six seven days a week and so she like called up for me and at first apparently the manager 
Mike, actually, Sarah's yeah. beau, was like, God, this is really weird that, you know, this girl's calling <laughs> her boyfriend. And it was like explaining a little bit more and more. And it's like, all right, it sounds reasonable. Not quite a, you know, scummy dude in a basement who's unemployed. <laughs> right, yeah. Please hire him. He's sleeping right now, so yeah. I'm calling for him. <laughs> he had a late night. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, so what's the craziest place that you've ever gone? Like, Ooh, uh, craziest place that I have ever gone. I'm a. I love the uh, west coast of Vancouver Island. Yeah, out by Tofino and Uclulet. It is wild and gnarly, and great surfing, great rock gardening, which is surfing sea kayaks through rocks. Oh, okay. Oh, see, we're learning that lingo. So there's yeah. sup and rock gardening. Rock gardening. Mm-hmm. It's not just you. Sounds like something you around. would enjoy, Sarah. Some rock gardening. Yes, maybe. Stacking rocks, gardening. Yes, <laughs> I'm, I'm just the avid gardener. Um, so out there, it is just wild. And I mean, one of the first on my most recent surf trip up there, it was on the first night. We had a bear in our campsite. There was a mountain lion down the way. <gasps> oh. And then the next morning, we saw wolves on the beach. So Damn, nice. It's a, it's a pretty crazy and Were they black place. bears or brown bears? Uh, grizzlies. Okay. Oh, so those are the scary ones, right? Yeah. The scary ones. Yeah, Greg yeah. just got back from Alaska. Right, yeah. Where no, he, I didn't see any. Where I he was disappointed. We were, that he well, didn't see any bears. I wanted to see one on the hillside, but I didn't really want <laughs> one in far our away. camp. So you yeah. attract bugs but repel bears. Yeah, apparently. That's a better <laughs> superpower now. It's good, <laughs> it's good for it's everybody around better. me. I mean, <laughs> it's terrible for me with the bites, but everybody around me, yeah, they were pretty happy about it. So. That's good. Hey, at least yeah. you came back in one piece. That's yeah. a, yeah. with some bug bites. Wow, wolves, too. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, I'm, although I will That's say... That's a trifecta. Bears and cougars and wolves. Jeez. Yeah. It's the bears and kind of tigers and right, kind of yeah. lions <laughs> yeah. Lions yeah. 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 Um, but truthfully I'm really excited I'm actually September 10th heading off to uh, Nova Scotia which has some of the biggest tides in the world for training that I can then bring back to Next Adventure so that we can keep offering more and more crazy things wow that's awesome alright I want to ask a really messed up question have yeah. you ever had any like close calls yes I have what was the scariest one um, I was leading a trip in the San Juan Islands and We'd had a day that was, you know, going to be rainy and things like that, but not not particularly nuts. And there was a storm that came up on the radar that hadn't been predicted. And so I am paddling on Long Cliff's side, and all of a sudden this big angry wall of gray is there. And I am uh, managing uh, some, you know, foreign tourists that are in doubles, and we're, like, going up and down. And it goes from pretty much flat to, like, five, six-foot seas. Um, but we're in a spot where, like, you can't make a landing. Like, you just have to paddle. And so we did that for a couple of miles, um, had a person end up surfing onto my boat, had to actually roll my kayak to kick their boat off of my boat. And oh. then we uh, tried to cross a channel that fell apart, and so we did find a beach to make an emergency landing. And they all got pushed in, and they got on shore fine, and I was going into shore, got picked up by a wave, surfed into a rock, and then I was pinned under my boat for, you know, probably realistically only about 30 seconds to... 45 seconds, but in that time, I was pretty sure I was donezo. Wow. Um, Jesus. But I had been smart enough to pop my skirt right before, because you you wear, you know, we're, you know, a progressive sport, and so men will wear skirts on their kayaks to help seal you in. I popped that, and so I was able to kick myself out and stood up and then just kind of kept being master and commander since... We had just had to make a crash landing on a beach. Damn. Holy. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) But none of these classes but are damn, blown at all. No, 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 not at all. <laughs> Very 
to say Not balls of steel Michael over yeah. there. <laughs> that is why I would want you leading it though. <laughs> so, but if you aren't into waves and swells and rocks, um, we you can go to Scapoos Bay and paddle very nice, flat, calm waters. Yeah. Um, and that's a, a good place to start. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a paddler um, until... And that's where you went, right? That's where I go, and I love it. Love it. It's very scenic, and um, the tides are different, uh, so it's tide-driven, which is nice. But in the when a time that you wouldn't think to go in January, February, if you don't mind... Best time. Best time. Mm-hmm. The water is really high. It's like paddling through a forest. It's amazing. And then on Father's Day, we had our, our paddle fest, which you guys mm-hmm. helped us promote. Oh, yeah. Um, my dad and my stepmom, my brothers came out, and we did a paddle, and it was literally like paddling through a meadow. So you had all these waterways um, through this grass meadow that was just amazing. And you see turtles and birds, eagles, eaglets, um, osprey, all kinds of fun stuff. So if you're looking for a little more mellow adventure, uh, Scapoose Bay is definitely your place and all you have to do is show up you make a reservation you show up and your boat is on the water ready for you to paddle out and then you come back and you just get out and walk away they do all the work for you it's very easy um, and and really fun for those of you for those of us me included that yeah. aren't into that sounds amazing fun and like being lazy yeah <laughs> you can exactly. just set up for you I'm a lazy paddler yeah I know <laughs> you don't want to like deal with all the stuff afterward but at Scapoose Bay we're offering something really cool this year um, um, stand-up paddleboarding is making a huge um, mark in our area I see right them now. All the time now. Yep. And um, actually, Michael's life partner has a good friend who is offering. What is her name? Her name is Lauren Fields, and she is a you know longtime yoga instructor in the Portland metro. Um, but she is actually now our paddleboard yoga instructor, and so we'll go out for you know a little paddle to kind of warm yourself up first. So rather than having to be kind of cramped in a room. You go out, get to enjoy on a you know clear day views of Adams and St. Helens, yeah, um, <clears throat> and then run through a you know a normal length yoga session on the um, paddleboard. On, on the, pa- the paddleboard, do you have to have like really really good balance? No, surprisingly, I mean for for some of the crazier moves, I mean you have to have really good balance, anyways. Yeah, um, but one of the nice things is that because the board is on the water, it kind of will all end up equalizing out a little bit, mm-hmm. and so. I truthfully think it's a little easier to do yoga on a paddleboard than in a studio. I would totally be into trying. I that. know we should try that because okay. I haven't done but I'm it. I'm not yet. very coordinated. You know it's me. Okay. I'm not very graceful either. Okay, I've, you're not. Yeah, we're both not very graceful. No. So um, all right, let's do this. But together. I've paddleboarded. And I've I've paddleboarded three times now, yeah. and I've oh. not Expert. fallen off. Expert status. Yeah, <laughs> you got it, buddy. And you haven't fallen off. Not once. Nope. The great thing about paddleboard, though, is you do fall off. It's a board. You can just climb back up. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. not the end of the world. It's easy to pull yourself back up. You don't need to yeah. roll. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's don't a need good to thing. Roll. <laughs> no, no rolling involved. All right, so people can find out about classes and everything. Should they just go to nextadventure.net? Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, and they can find all the classes. Yeah, and there's the calendar link right at the top. That's what I've been looking at, and you can see all kinds yeah, of the the different events. Yeah, the calendar is a great place to mm-hmm. go for our events and um and follow us on Facebook. We post lots and lots about our adventures and what we have to offer and other people's adventures. We have, quickly, Noteworthy, um, Next Adventure is 17 years old, and they have been doing what we call the the flag program, uh, the bandana program, where you can come in and get a free bandana with our logo, and you take a picture, you come in and show us your picture on your phone, you get 10% off your purchase. Nice. Oh, That's cool. excluding boats and paddle boards, but for any other gear... Um, you get 10% off. So 
That's awesome. Nice. Yeah. And we're also on Instagram for all you fancy folk. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, fancy Instagram. Yeah. Insta adventure. Just kidding. That was sad. Oh, I was like, oh, that, that, was that, was that was good. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. There so you go. Some pro marketing. I like Trademark. that. Trademark. <laughs> 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 Trademark. Right Mine. <laughs> well, thank you guys both so much thank for coming. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. I really want to take a class. So I'm going to figure one out. Done. We'll sign you up. All right. I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. Bye, everybody. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll be back in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right. Next adventure. I am definitely going to be taking one of the classes. Oh, yeah. No, I think it'd be awesome. Maybe we should get a group of people together. When I figure out which class I'm going to take, we'll post it. Okay. And see whoever else wants to go, too. No, I'd like to. I want to try the rolling thing. I'm not going to get on the water before I don't know how to. You want to do the rolling thing? Yeah, I want to learn how to. I Yes, I want to learn how to save my life before I go out in a kayak. Well, in all honesty, the stuff that you're going to be going on, I don't think we'll have to worry about rolling. I know, but still. Yeah. But still. I want to do it just for fun, but I don't think we're going to have to worry about that on anything that we're going to be mm-hmm. going on. Um, all right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. All right, it's just a quick potpourri of balls today. A smattering of ball talk. And uh, first up, we've got this. This comes from the World Cup, which, of course, just uh, took place not very long ago. And there is some fallout because of the refereeing. And this comes from Colombia, where... Colombia. Aurelio Jimenez, 74, claims that the performance of Spanish referee Carlos Velasco Carballo in the quarterfinal tie between Brazil and Colombia was the reason for him going into cardiac arrest. (laughs) He's blaming the ref for his heart attack. And he said, um, because of the fact that the, the, the call went against Colombia, this is what he is, uh, is his uh, testament to BBC World Service said, I felt very bad. I was heartbroken. My cardiac rhythm was altered and my relatives took me to the emergency room at the hospital. I was surrounded by my grandchildren who are crying a lot. Oh my God. I decided to sue FIFA <laughs> in the Colombian ju- judiciary system because in the past World Soccer Championship in Brazil, there were many wrongdoings related to referees who damaged many countries in their selections, among them the Colombia team. Moreover, FIFA's referees caused big moral damages and distress to Chile, Uruguay, Colombia, England, Ur- he said Uruguay again, Mexico, and Costa Rica. Oh, because he's, pl- he's so flummoxed. He's so He's flummoxed. just repeating himself. Yes, and he is suing them for $1 billion. <laughs> <laughs> Was that $1 billion? A billion dollars oh for all God. of the damages. I'm surprised you didn't ask for a gajillion. <laughs> <laughs> so there wow. is that. Wow. Um, moving on to ball talk, we have this. Uh, there is a this is this is kind of a, a renovation thing that I just want to say a revolution rather a revolution in ordering food at stadiums. So, San Francisco 49ers. Is this about the giant hot dog or no? Okay, this this comes uh, for the San Francisco 49ers new stadium. It's Levi's Stadium, like Levi jeans. That's the sponsor of it, mm-hmm. and it's in Santa Clara. But one of the new things they're doing is there's an app that comes along with being in the stadium. So you can download this app. You get, like, instant replays of what's on the field, like, up-to-date information. It gives you a countdown to when the quarter's over or when the game starts. But also, you can order food from your seat. So it'll tell you where the closest concession stand is, how long the wait is to get something. You can place your order ahead of time and just pay for it on your phone and then just walk over, pick it up, and come right back to your seat. Okay. Whoa. So, so if you're big into the concessions... Then it's you it's can get your snacks. 
and get your snacks pre-ordered <laughs> so you don't have to wait in line with all the other noobs. <laughs> That's pretty much what it means. I, I don't know. It's, it's kind of a good idea. Now, I don't know if they have that for beer or not, but that would be awesome. Oh, yeah. Like, eh, about halfway through beer, have time to order another one. Okay, now that's something I could get behind. I'm, I'm, not too, I'm not too big on the concessions, but having my, having my beers delivered to yep. me, that would be pretty amazing. Yep. So uh, that is something that's happening at Levi Stadium. No word on whether other stadiums will take a, uh, start to follow suit with that, but I bet they will. Uh, moving on to ball talk, we've got a couple more stories here. This comes... This is... This is something horrible and hilarious. So this also happened in a soccer match. This is going on in the English Premier League, where Manchester United was playing, I don't know, some other team. Swansea City, however you say that. Anyway, the key is here. This is caught on camera. So a Manchester United star, Ashley Young, is running down the field, and you see him yelling. And I'll find the video for this, and we'll have this posted. And you see him yelling, like, barking orders to his teammates. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you see something land into his mouth. In fact, upon slow motion, it is a bird that literally pooped right in his mouth on camera. Directly in his mouth. Like, direct shot into his mouth as he was running down the field. That reminds me of the story your brother told. About how that was the best thing he ever saw was somebody, a girl yeah. get her, a, yeah, like, she was, a girl opened her mouth and like looked at the sky and he said that a bird just directly pooped in her mouth right. and he said he fell down laughing and it was that he's like, it is, he's like, I've been, I've traveled many places. He's like, it is the single greatest thing I have ever seen. <laughs> it's true. It is true. Yeah. He saw that at a, uh, I think it was a wine tasting thing with some girl, but yes, this, uh, this did happen live on television. <laughs> for Ashley Young. Oh wow! Yeah, I'll, I'll find uh, I'll find some some video for that. All right, and finally in ball talk, we've got this. We'll round it out with a very special performance. Oh no! By one of the world's biggest hip hop stars. <laughs> and he is. He's one of the world's biggest hip hop stars. But he did something that's just kind of well, it's it's embarrassing. So this comes from Lil Wayne, Sarah. Oh, is he one of hip-hop's biggest stars? I did not know. Lil Wayne is one of hip-hop's biggest stars, and he's also a big sports fan. And he went on SportsCenter. So a lot of times what SportsCenter does on ESPN is they have this, uh, they, they have like special stars come in, and then they promote whatever their project is, and then they get to be on there and talk about sports. Well, mm-hmm. Lil Wayne, God bless his little heart, <laughs> went on SportsCenter, and they decided to for the Sports Center outro music when they go to commercial, have him freestyle rap. So I'm just going to go ahead and play this. This is Lil Wayne standing on the stage at Sports Center as he's try. going to break. Yeah, this is called freestyling, and I'm so not good at it. You're not good at it? No, I'm good at rapping, not freestyling. I don't think this might be the best Sports Center theme ever, though. Let's <laughs> okay. okay, this is all you. Okay. I don't I don't give a football about what y'all think about the tune. I'm just hoping that it's good thoughts. Yeah. Entertainment sports on your network. I love top ten plays. Yes, sir. Best words. Live on TV. Mama told me wear a dress shirt instead of wear a t-shirt. Michael Jordan sneakers. Red socks, ball cap. My dreadlocks fall back. I still think I'm fly. Show me where the tarmac. They say I'm taking over. I was like, where do I start at? Green Bay Packer, but New Orleans where my heart at. L.A. Laker fan. Let's give Drake a hand. For costing two runs for Raptors, 25 grand. I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. In all fairness, he did tell them, I don't freestyle. 
I mean, good on him for, like, trying, at least. Well, if you watch the whole thing, they basically put him on the spot and surprised him with that and made him do that. He must have been pissed. Well, does Lil Wayne even get pissed? He seems Mm. like his brain is so fried at this point. Yeah, probably. I don't think he feels like that many emotions anymore. It's not like he's hurting too bad for money or anything. But there we go. Lil Wayne freestyling. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Well, there's that. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we've done uh, we've done we've done some work here. Do you think so? You think? Oh, as a reminder too. Uh, so anyone who's just I'm going to put this out. Anyone who's picking up their sweatshirts tonight. Yeah. Tonight is the night. We'll be here from five to eight. So yes. Just wanted to send out a reminder in case you're listening to this and like, oh crap, I forgot that was tonight. That is tonight. That is tonight mm-hmm. indeed. You can come by, pick up your sweatshirt. All right. Uh, I don't think we have any birthdays today. If we did, my apologies. We're forgetting them. Um, and big thank you to Next Adventure, nextadventure.net. So they're located on Stark and Grand is the main store. And then, of course, the uh, the uh, kayak store is on 7th and Alder. Mm-hmm. And you can go to either of those stores. But also, if you're not in town, you can order it nextadventure.net. And you can pick yourself up, well, anything you want, including a water filter like what I got from Next Adventure. And it was really cool, and it made me look like a badass God, when I was in Alaska. God, you and your water filter. My water filter is the greatest thing I've ever purchased. I, ever. I, I know. I know because I hear you talking about it, it all I the may, time. I may like it more than buying my house. And I know it's like the special house. amazing water filter that you could only find at Next Adventure. So I know that you were just really excited about yep. it. And then I can go, you can go anywhere, and then you like drop it into the water, and then you like pump it, and then it'll take like really dirty, gross water and turn into nice, clean water, and then you look like really cool in front of everybody else. It's a pretty cool water filter. I, are you still talking? Pretty amazing. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Don't forget to go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link if you're going to buy anything from Amazon because that's awesome. There will be no drive time at the drive-in today on the Fun Employment Radio Network because Aaron is apparently driving back from California in a VW van. (laughs) Adventures are ensuing, I'm sure. I'm picturing some kind of a Scooby-Doo type of situation that's that's occurred. Who knows if he's picked up hitchhikers. Aaron seems like he'd pick up hitchhikers. I don't know. Jen seems like she would tell him no. I see. I think it's opposite. I think Jen would be open to picking up hitchhikers, but Aaron's too logical. Oh. I don't. Th- I think Aaron would weigh like the murder and not murder factor, and it would probably <laughs> lean more toward murder. And then he would probably say no. Whereas Jen would say yes. Jen's more. Fine. I think Jen's more free spirited. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, Aaron's very creative, but he's also very logical. Right. I don't. I think that he would probably think that the murder ratio would outweigh the you know the kookiness I of think, having a hitchhiker. I think this could be a great reality television program. I want to watch Jen th- driving around picking up hitchhikers <laughs> in a VW van. What can go wrong? Ooh. Find out on this week. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I like this idea. I'll pitch it for them. Okay. Uh, all right, thank you so much everybody. You guys are fantastic. We greatly greatly appreciate you listening to this show. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. .com. Bye everybody. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.